sit back, relax, and let's start the motherfucking beat. Get this message out here. I'm doing what I love to help a community out. Like, yeah, you know I mean, what is the next step? What's the one thing I can do today? That's going to get us one. So, I mean, I don't know what's what's in the future. Art is the only way you can reach out to the future. It is the only thing that actually lives through a time capsule. And I think that if the DIY scene as a whole put more of a value on itself, it could be a lot more sustainable. Now, if someone doesn't like it, that's their deal. <laughs> All right. Hello. We are in a moving car. What else can I say? I've always wanted to do an episode of Start the Beat in a moving vehicle, and here we are. I am joined today by my friends, Colt and Brian Urban. You want to introduce yourself so people know your voices? Hello, they... it's Colt. <laughs> Hi. I'm Hard Cash, a.k.a. Mad Money, a.k.a. Richie Snitch. How are you today? <laughs> We're on our way up to MAGFest uh, in the Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C. area. It's kind of in the center of all of that. Or on the, I don't know, one of those things. It's uh, it's in that area. If you know what it is, you know what it is. If you don't, you don't. But as I mentioned before, I've always wanted to do a podcast and a moving car. So here we are. We're doing it today. What are we talking about? I don't know. I'm not too sure. Haven't really thought about it. I just wanted to do a podcast and a car. But one way to start this conversation, see where it goes is this is my first time doing a podcast in a car. I've said it a thousand times. I think a lot about first times. When I mention your first time. Her name was Charity. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? <laughs> cool. Was her name really Cherry? Her Charity. Oh, Charity. Partly, Char- I kind of lied a minute ago. Charity wasn't actually my first. It was my second. Okay. I, I, I didn't want to talk about my first, but I... Fuck it, I'll spill the beans. That's <laughs> <laughs> a weekend of honesty. Yeah, it is. Spilling the beans. So, my first time, if we're talking about times, I uh, I lost my virginity and got a girl pregnant at the same time. You went for the twofer? I went for the twofer. That's I was, rough. I was, I actually, I did know that. I know you did. I was basically raped. But, uh, <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. I mean, she was like, she was a floozy. <laughs> <laughs> A harlot. Yeah, and uh, I was <clears throat> I was just a nerd who wanted to play punk rock and play video games and play GI Joes and stuff. And she was like, "Oh, we're doing this," and I was like, "Okay, that's uh, next thing I know. Uh, next thing I know, I'm pregnant. Then next thing I know, I'm here now." Yeah, you made it. So, this how far. many years ago was that? Sixteen years ago. Jesus Christ, yeah. we're old. That's man. pretty wild, man. Yeah. Like, I've had my uh, share of scares. But uh, it's never happened to me, man. I don't know. I've only had one scare, and it was a very quick scare. And I was like, nope, we're good. <laughs> I checked on shit. Nope, we're all right. You're good. You Googled it. Well, so, so <laughs> uh, fuck. So, I mean, that was a lot of first times for you in one there, Colt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Fuck, man. I was, I was a, uh, I, ce- <laughs> I celebrated Father's Day before my 18th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Again, setting Guinness records. <laughs> uh, Urban. Yeah. Uh, so whenever I say your first time, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? I mean, pretty much what he said, but <laughs> but no, I I was thinking about that. Um, I guess I, I would say my first time would be my first concert 
was okay. uh, Weird Al Yankovic. Nice, nice, nice. At uh, uh, Metropole, I think, yeah. What uh, album cycle was that? That you know? was um, Off the Deep End, I think, the okay. Nirvana one. Okay. Or at least the big one he's known for. I, I saw Weird Al once on the Bad Hair Day tour.Ah. Uh, what an awesome performer. That dude is and an entertainer through and through. Like, he puts yeah. on a show. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't kept up much with anything he's done in a very, very long time. He has well one of the best decade. rockumentaries, like, behind the music. He does, videos. yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, he, his mom bought him an accordion from a door-to-door coin sale. That's right, like, yeah. What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's probably the one sale that he made. Yeah. Uh, as a salesman generated Actually, we were looking for out. one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck thought you would have showed up today? Um, Guardian well, angel in disguise? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with um, instruments and shit like that, that's actually sure. a pretty interesting segue. Colt, um, you've been playing guitar for a good chunk of your life at this point, right? Yes. Did you ever play anything prior to guitar? Uh, I played slide trombone in church for a little while and that was really about it was that something you were interested in or was it just kind of putting your hands i was just young and didn't want to be at the house and that was something i could do with the it was like the salvation army church down the road from our house right so they had like a band and i was like play some carol the bells with you guys I have an interesting segue to that. I uh, I went to Catholic school most of my life, all my life, and um, the choir teacher, like we would have the the masses every Wednesday, right? So there was a choir with all the kids, and the, the or not the choir teacher, but the the, the the guy playing the the what the fuck are you call organ? The organ, the yes. organist, I yes. guess. Um, when the kids would mess up, man, he would like slap them, <laughs> <laughs> and it made it like really awkward and mess. It's like oh, you to you know, and everybody would just like stare, and then we're all like, oh, look, 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 look back at the, look back at there. Don't look at him. That seems really uncomfortable. It was. I mean, so was most of Catholic school. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Did you ever play any instruments growing up, Urban? I tried. I tried playing um, guitar and drums. I, I, f- I had more fun playing drums, but m- my feet are too big, and I can't keep up the. Uh, <laughs> The beat, you know? The only time I think of you playing drums, I imagine you with your shirt off. I, I've done it more than a few times, not just at your place. <laughs> I, oh man, some I, I went to a house party once and they gave me too much jungle juice to drink. <laughs> I just sat in the dude's basement and I played his drums and people would like slowly wander down to see what was going on making this noise. And then they would see it was me and go right back upstairs. <laughs> the troll, the drum troll. Yeah, <clears throat> this guy's out of his fucking mind. Urban, we did the podcast you were on my show maybe a couple years ago i can't remember if we talked about this then or not yeah but like how did you get into singing like what made you start that oh were you, um like singing along with shit as a kid or you just join a band yeah, and yeah no figure it, was, it out it was singing along as a kid my dad was always very musical uh he well he but he never was a musician or anything he just loved singing along to the radio and stuff like that except he would put in like um, funny lyrics to every song. That's like, what I do. Singing about werewolf balls and yeah. shit. Or like a hairy, you know. <laughs> farts on fire. Vag. Yeah, fart on fire. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it just became a love of singing along with music and literally it was me just in my parents' house singing along to my favorite songs like day after day after day because I, I stayed inside and played video games too much. I gotcha. And then, yeah, I had the opportunity to join Bethlehem uh, back in like 08, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So for anybody that like is listening to this and doesn't know 
Brian Urban or Colt. Brian, as you just mentioned, you were in Bethlehem. Right. You're in Super Void. Right. Uh, Saint Dude. Yep. Grunge Bob. Grunge Bob, yep. What else? Anything else? Um... I don't think there's any other product. I was telling Cold earlier that I'm working on a thrash thing with DM, maybe. Okay. But uh, that's that's still in, in the process of things. Sweet, sweet, sweet. So, yeah, I mean, if you're familiar with any of those projects, Brian Urban was the vocalist at one point in time, <laughs> or currently, still, or, depending or on maybe, which one you talk yeah, about. It depends, And yeah. uh, Colt, if for some reason you don't know this, is in Grey Walker with me. We were also in Ascend the Fallen together, and he has played in other various bands prior to that as well. And uh, Colt, was your family musical at all? Anybody in your family play? My grandpa was in like a country band, and so was my uncle. He played bass, Bud's dad, in that band. And then our family friend, Mick. So they had like growing up, but I was real young when they were playing. It was like country, blues kind of stuff. Yeah. So my Mick, who was in the band, he was the guitar player, he also played saxophone, really good good great musician uh basically is the one that taught me and bud how to play that's super cool so like whenever you started playing was it like oh i want to play punk rock no i wanted to be in a ska band i was listening to mustard plug and shit you know yeah yeah. (laughs) and uh my buddy travis played fucking trumpet and shit and my guitar mentor gave me i told him i was like mick i want to learn how to play guitar <clears throat> and he gave me this guitar. It's like this old, really janky acoustic that he had like made for his daughter. He made it? Yeah. Well, kind of. He like refinished it and made okay. it and stuff. So, yeah. And it had strawberries on it, and it said ginger. <laughs> 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 so I was playing Blink One Eighty Two riffs on ginger for a long time. What happened to ginger? I think it's uh, still in Ursula's basement. Oh fuck! Yeah. Did you have checkered shoes? No, but I should have. Yeah. I, I, I had, like, fucking the, this cheap, like, Kmart shoes. <laughs> Whatever cheap Reebok pumps they sold. Dude, you remember how, like, I don't know. I know it's just part of growing up and, like, things being so much cooler when you were a kid. But I saw somebody wearing a pair of, uh, like, Ugg-type shoes yeah. the other day. But they were made by Airwalk. And I just randomly thought about, like, remember how badass Airwalk was when oh, we yeah. were kids? And then it, like, became, like, a Payless shoe source brand. Dude, Airwalk um, was Like, what shit. happened to Airwalk? What was the decline of Airwalk? I don't know. Do yeah, we know? I, I think they got bought by Nike at some point. Probably. Those were the fucking coolest shoes yeah. when I was, like, oh, in yeah. grade school. That symbol, the A. Yeah. The, the shoe I always think about when I was a kid that I never had was BK Knight's. Those were, they, do you remember those though? Because they yeah. always advertise them as a prize on like Double Dare. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like get yourself a pair of BK Knights and go to Orlando Studios, Florida. <laughs> but dude, yeah, I never had name brand shoes growing up. So like, I remember I borrowed a pair of friends' Airwalks, looked cool for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> How long did you borrow them for? A week. <laughs> let me let me try these out for a week. Yeah. Did you feel like you were walking on air? I did. It was nice. They're the ones that had like the little carrot on them. I don't know if you remember on the tongue, there was like a little carrot. <laughs> it feels familiar, but I'm not sure. Fuck, man. Yeah. Like, Airwalks and then... Well, Vans. Vans are still around, though. Yeah, but, you know, I don't remember Vans really being, like... I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of the word, like, hip or cool 
until I was a little bit older, like yeah, maybe like right. the tail end of high school, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I remember I was uh, I went from Airwalks to the Shell to Adidas because I was like a big <laughs> corn fan. I had a pair of those. So you had so you didn't so you had the was that I like did, your first the, name brand pair of shoes? Probably. I was in high school too, so I was working, so I had money. <laughs> what was your first job? Speaking of first time, I was a bag boy at a uh, convenience or a grocery store. Okay. How long were you doing that? For like a summer. And then I was working on oil rigs. Uh, Jeez. Up, yeah. Big How change. old were you? Uh, 16. <laughs> 12. Okay. So I, mean, but I, mean, my, I guess my first job was on the farm. I was milking goats and I did the beekeeping thing for a while and stuff when I was like 11 till I was yeah. like 15. So. Man of the world over here. Oh, yeah. I've got a diverse. Of so you, you grew up pretty done. close to Oil City, right? Yeah, in Oil City. In Oil City, okay. So that makes sense that I grew the oil up, rigs and I grew all up that like shit. a field away from Nate Hall. Okay. Shout outs to Nate Hall. He used to, him and his sister used to drive this fucking Jeep through the woods over to my grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was in my first band. He was a drummer. Oh, okay. Yeah. What kind of a this in this was it a ska band? No, this was like punk rock stuff. Okay. What, was, what was the name of your first band? Uh, Did you ever get to be in a ska band? No, the oh, the f- our, what was our band called? It was called uh, oh god, I don't remember. I'm not <laughs> gonna spend a lot of this time trying to remember. If I think about it, I'll just blur it no, out okay, later. Okay. Word. Well, while you're thinking about that, Urban. Yeah. What was your first job? My first job was working at a knockoff of Chuck E. Cheese restaurants called Dino Kingdom. Okay. And. I pretty much did everything there. Like we would, uh, I ran the prize counter, ran the kitchen and whatever. Um, two funny stories about that place. Okay. One, uh, and this was in Parkway Center Mall. So up in uh, Green Tree, which is like a, a, yeah. a garbage heap now. But um, we, we, at one point we served beer to the parents. And uh, one day I came in and they said, well, we're not serving beer anymore. And I said, well, why? He goes, well, some guy took a pitcher full of beer and smashed it over his girlfriend's head. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good reason well, not, not to serve it anymore. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, and then one time uh, I was walking around. So we had to watch this thing called soft play. It was but the thing like like Discovery Zone had or whatever with McDonald's back where kids would crawl through it and like, you know, all the tubes and stuff. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm on soft play duty watch, make sure kids aren't getting hurt. I'm coming around the back, and this kid's having a birthday. So it's him uh, in a little cowboy hat or whatever, and his friend, and, and and they're both like giggling. So I said, "What's so funny?" And he punched me right in the balls, <laughs> and he fuck, and he just ran away. And I was just like, "That's it, I'm going home." <laughs> I just left. Was that the first time you'd ever been punched in the balls? No, not by <laughs> not by far. <laughs> I went on a vacation one time in uh, Ocean City, and some random girl punched me in the balls which was how old were you uh probably like 10 jeez yeah or 11 it's a cool world out there man it it sure is (laughs) i i don't think i was ever punched in the balls in school i was only in like one kind of a fight in grade school yeah well how that what that go like Uh, (laughs) so i don't remember like what constituted this but uh some like I, I like made a joke about some kid and he didn't think it was very funny so he like pushed me over okay and i like fell into uh like a thing of mud right right 
So I'd like mud all over the side of my leg. Oh, that would have set my fuse off immediately. And then like, I don't know. I think I like tried to fucking like Liu Kang, like roundhouse kick him or something. <laughs> and like, it didn't even, it was just sloppy and uncoordinated, but it was the leg that had mud on it. So like mud flinged off of my leg and still hit him in the face. <laughs> Splashed him. Yeah. And then he cried and I somehow got in trouble. Ah. What, for mud getting in his face? Yeah, and I had mud all over me because he pushed me. Maybe he got in trouble, too. I just remember, like, my mom coming to the school and, like, being all mad at me. I was like, he pushed me over. <laughs> what is this? I, I only got in one fight in, in no, no, that school. That was it. Yeah. You know, that was... I remember, like, everybody gave that kid a hard time. Not a hard time, but they, um, they like, treated him a little bit better because, like, he had, like, had, like, some weird surgery when he was a kid and had, like, a huge scar going up the side of his head. Okay. Uh, so, I don't know. I guess I got in trouble because I got mud on his scar, maybe. <laughs> got some mud seeping into his scar. Mud scar is a good name for a band. Yeah, Write it, it down. <laughs> it's a new Stain single. <laughs> It's like a fucking, uh, what was that stain song? Mud Shovel. Shovel, yeah. Oh, man. Dude. I, I had that album. That's I'm a, not going to lie. That's an okay album. Yeah. That first stained album. Well, they started going all acoustic. Like, like yeah. after some I think point. As far as uh, what Aaron Lewis, that's his name, right? Aaron, Aaron Lewis. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like really good at what he does. It's, he probably, in retrospect, made a much better call going that run than like trying to stay the course of the the hard rock thing he's probably right. doing a lot better for himself I wonder if he still has that real cool eyebrow ring I think he took that shit out yeah that's gone <laughs> long gone I was just joking with Stacy the other day that I was gonna get my eyebrow pierced <laughs> I had mine pierced for a small period of time I thought it'd be cool it I could see that did you have it pierced when we were in Ascend of Fallen I don't know I saw the scar I can squeeze little bits of pus out of it every once in a while Ew. that sounds fun yeah you know you can just it's like build up like stuff and you squeeze it because the hole's still there Sometimes you just get bored you and start any- squeezing shit out of your body. <laughs> Never. Everybody's guilty you ever, of that. Ever have any cool piercings, Urban? No, I don't think I could pull off a piercing. Do you have any tattoos? No, I want to get tattoos though. Okay. I um, there's two tattoos. Um, I want to get both of the 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 Doom guy's head, and I want to get the Wolfenstein guy head. And then I want to get uh, the Quake symbol. I'm just like a huge id software fan, so. So. Okay, so this is actually a curious conversation. Yeah. Um, you've liked, I'm assuming, like, hard rock or metal and stuff for, like, a good portion of your life, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, like growing up as a teenager, you were into that shit, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, I got, I, I think, um, Slipknot and Fear Factory were the gateway drugs for, like, getting into metal. Yeah. But then I, I listened to a lot of, like, rock. Like, I was a, a big local age fan and, like, hard rock, you know, I don't know. I, so, I, I'm always, like, curious how, like you missed maybe you got the bug but just didn't act on it but that like bug as a teenager and listening to extreme music and being like yeah i gotta get a fucking oh like the look like, and like everything? A, i gotta get like a piercing or like a tattoo yeah or, like um, a, did you at least have a chain wallet like no no dude i just wore i i, I pretty much wore jeans and a t-shirt like i do now yeah i mean like you're a pretty casual i'm like yeah i'm, you know, I'm, I think, I'm, like, I'm not business always casual. like that <laughs> what's that am i always been like that yeah yeah i never really wore I don't even think. Ah, did you have Jinkos? Yeah, no, did you have like wide No, but I had, a, I had a Jinko shirt. <laughs> I didn't have the pants. Was it like real big and like wide? No, it was like a regular shirt, but it had a little co- cool cartoon guy on it, so I wanted the Jinko stuff. And I think because Jinko was in at the time, I'm like, oh, I better get a Jinko shirt so I seem cool. Yeah, I think that like, I guess like a lot of that stuff, uh, like a, like body fashion or 
body modification or even just like just the, wide, the style like, pants, of the time like, yeah. style like and i don't mean this in a negative way but i don't take you as somebody that's like into style you're just like give me jeans and a t-shirt yeah i'm fucking over it i'm like this is i i, I knew what i liked at, at one point and i said i'm sticking with this and it hasn't changed and my fiance brings that up to me every once in a while she's just like you just have blue jeans and, sh- and like a million shirts and i'm like <laughs> she's like don't you have any nice shirts i'm like yeah when i have to wear them like when i went with like button downs and stuff like that but Do you yeah i mean that's the thing now it's like we're all i'm assuming we're all in our 30s yep right so do you ever feel that like pressure of like I need to stop wearing fucking video game and movie t-shirts? <laughs> no, it's actually gotten worse lately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Now you have the money for it. So now I have money. Weird. I just buy all these gaming shirts. I well, I do get very picky about like they're like, and this is uh, this may be on topic but also off topic. Um, when it comes to like shirts about either movies or or video games or whatever. I have this weird thing of where I don't like the title of it. Like, I like the art inspired by it. Yeah, I don't like when there's, like, a word on it. Yeah, or, or like, you can see the trademark symbol and stuff. I I don't like that, but... It depends. Like, if it's, like, an old horror movie that had a sweet logo. Like, I just bought a new, like, Reanimator shirt recently. Yeah. It's it's a fucking sweet shirt. Yeah. The thing that nags me more about shirts like that is not necessarily when it has the like the movie title but mm-hmm. like a quote from the movie or something on it right always kind of bothers me it all depends like i guess i guess like i wouldn't be i'd be okay with the quote what if it's like i buy that for a dollar see i buy that <laughs> i fucking buy that shirt <laughs> for a dollar uh, no more than a dollar probably it would cost probably 20 bucks because that's how shirts are now. sure i mean i guess i mean well i i sometimes i'll raid like and it, I haven't had much success lately of like the the hot top hot topic bargain bin like shirts because I found a bunch of RoboCop shirts in there the one time for like five bucks a piece and I just took them all because kids apparently don't like RoboCop. Ricky wants this shirt for Gray Walker. It says Shreddy or not, you're riffing with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I love that punny shit. It's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I'm sure we'll we'll do that eventually. Yeah. We we have another another joke shirt. We're we're due for one in a bit. But yeah, to go to the style thing, I just I don't know. At, w- at one point, I started wearing zippered hoodies, and I really liked them. It's like I, every once in a while, I'll try something new. If it sticks with me, I'll, I'll try it. I'll stick with it. But if not, I don't. I don't really give yeah, a fuck. Yeah, like it's like functionality. I like Under Armour shirts now. That's like a that's something I've adapted in the last five years of my life. It's, <laughs> these, these shirts are really comfortable. I like Under Armour. I don't mind my shirts being nerdy or immature, or whatever. I just am at the point where I'm trying to weed out the ones that don't have holes in them. That too. I get holes in the armpit so yeah, bad. Yeah, I, so. I always get holes in my left armpit. Yeah. Specifically. <laughs> I don't know what's armpit. up with that. <laughs> I guess just a... And I'm not even left-handed. You're just so. flexing that arm so hard. Maybe it's because I'm not, like, using it enough. It's just rubbing up against my flesh. Like your arm is dead. Like it has no function. It's <laughs> yeah. just, like, rub- <laughs> rubbing against your side. I guess... <laughs> <laughs> So first Dude. times, first time. What's Cole. your? Oh god. All right, no, you can ask me a question. Yeah. yeah. What's your? Uh, the first horror movie you ever saw? First horror movie I Since ever you're talking saw. About reanimator and stuff. That's. That's a hard question. Hard maybe. question yeah. to think of. I have a really good story. It's not necessarily the first horror movie I ever saw, but I can. It's about yeah. The first time I got freaked out by a movie. Oh yeah, that's a this good. This is one. a good story. Um. So. I used to spend a lot of time at my grandmother's house and my uncle lived there because mm-hmm. he never moved out of my grandmother's house. Okay. And he was a big movie aficionado and he was the person that basically got me into watching movies and listening to records and collecting things. He was a hoarder. 
Okay. And uh, he used to always videotape movies off of like HBO and other channels, and he would have the timer set on the VCR. Okay. Because he would have like movies he wanted to record while he was at work. Yeah, like he looked at the guide for the day yeah, and then decided yeah, like what to straight it. like OG like this is what you did before Netflix type shit yeah, like right. TV was, guides <laughs> <laughs> sitting on a coffee table. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the one night, I mean, I was he always had it. He would just let me know like, hey, if you're gonna watch anything on the TV, you know, just don't use it until you know this time when my movie's done recording. So I was like bored at my grandma's house and I was just like waiting for this movie to be done and it was like you know almost over like the movie had like 10 or 15 minutes left some shit like that Mm -hmm. so I turn on the TV I'm just like waiting for it to be done and as soon as I turn on the TV I just see like the grossest bloodiest shit I'd ever seen in my life and I was pretty young at the time you know like Dead alive. Around ten, it was dead alive. Yeah. Actually, I was, say it was like fly. turned on the TV too. Like the lawn, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> Have I told you this story? No, before? but it just sounds like <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. That's what happened, and I and I remember like being so freaked out that I turned off the TV and I did not turn it back on the rest of the night. <laughs> so you flash forward like years later. I'm maybe like. 16 or 17 which now it seems like so crazy to think that that was only like six or seven years difference because now that i'm older six years flies by like nothing anyways uh i had a friend that was like dude you got to see this movie dead alive and we're watching the movie and i'm like this is fucking sweet then it gets to that scene and then it all came flying back i was like this is that fucking movie (laughs) that i saw when i was a kid and freaked me out so uh, long story short, that was the first time I got like freaked That's out me. by a horror movie. Uh, my uncle, the same uncle, also showed me The Exorcist when I was really young on Thanksgiving, and just like was laughing the whole time. So I was never able to even be scared by it just because <laughs> he was laughing. And it was a good environment surrounding it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also like it <laughs> helped really distort my perception on what is funny at an early age like oh i guess some girl stabbing herself with a cross is funny yeah yeah humor (laughs) (laughs) what about you urban do you know Um, the first first one you saw well the first one i actually sat down and watched was um see because i grew up i'll I'll keep this short because it's a long story but um we had the movie channel when i was a kid and they had a thing on i tell my friends this all the time on saturday nights called joe bob briggs drive-in theater yeah i have a lot of his vhs tapes okay so yeah Yeah. you know exactly what it is it's basically he would show like two schlock b movies horror or action or or booby movies whatever but uh I, i watched a lot of those with my dad and my cousin and one of the early ones i remember um this may be the first horror movie I can he remember. He was like the like like, like the cowboy Elvira. Yeah, ex- exactly. And yeah. that was all a character too. He yeah, came up exactly. With. Yeah. And he went on to um, Monster Vision on TNT, but uh, he, it was called Zombie Island Massacre. Okay. And I just remember in the beginning, <laughs> all I remember about it, I, I I think it was about these these people ended up on some kind of island that was like all based in voodoo by accident, and like all these zombies started rising, but. All I remember is that there was a chick with a huge rack that got naked right in the beginning. <laughs> and my dad my dad was like, look at those fucking knockers. <laughs> and that's all I remember about there's the a, movie. Uh, there's a Joe Broad Briggs, v- like a, basically he released a series of VHS tapes. Yeah. Where it was just like the movie and like his hosting segments. 
Elvira did the same thing too. I have a bunch of the Elvira ones and a bunch of the Joe Bob ones. Oh, okay, so it's like he promoted them. Essentially, like it's like a promotion for both the movie and his show. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the movie, but you get his introduction and right. all that shit on it, and then like he's branded on the tape. He's like the Leonard Moulton of shitty yeah. movies. Yeah. yeah, but he has one that I have that he put out called Deadly Weapons. I've heard of that. I'm never. And it's just it. like you know, like a very large-chested woman that kills people with her tits. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. I kind of want to watch it right now. <laughs> yeah, come over sometime. I we will. can watch it. I'll you, watch it. It'd be, we should definitely have. We can have like a Joe Bob Briggs night oh, or a Joe I'm Bob Briggs Elvira yeah. mashup night. Like a back to back. That'd be fucking awesome. He'd be like four breaths, multiple art varken. <laughs> Thro- if, you're, if you're listening to this, you're invited. Yeah, we'll we'll let we'll, let set, us it, we'll, know. Set, we'll set up the Facebook event. Yeah, let us. Know. We'll send you the <laughs> Facebook event. What about uh, Colt, were you in uh, movies and shit growing up? Horror movies. I was never allowed to watch anything bad or scary. That was surprises it? me, knowing like the shit your family. <laughs> knowing how fucked up you are. Right? Like, you guys was, share with each was, other nowadays. Well, I always say my parents and everybody in my family is much cooler now that I'm older. When I was a kid, it was like you can't wear baggy clothes and you can't have this haircut and you can't watch Beavis and Butthead. And really? Yeah, like all this stuff. I feel like it probably just made you worse. Yeah, probably. It's yeah. like the, <laughs> the preacher's daughter kind of situation. Uh-huh. Um, but I do remember... <laughs> Consider yourself the preacher's daughter. Cold, Maybe. a.k.a. That, the preacher's those daughter. Those lovely locks. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling you that all weekend. I remember <laughs> the Nightmare on Elm Street was on TV and me and my brother my little brother who's like probably five at the time were like watching it and my mom came in she's like what are you doing you're gonna give him night like freaking out you know i'm like no it'll be fine it'll be fine it'll be fine and uh we ended up watching it i remember that night my brother like woke up like screaming and crying he was having all these nightmares my mom's pissed and it wasn't until like later on that i watched scary movies when i was probably like 16 i was like i was like 16 or so before i really started watching scary movies the first, the first one I actually sat down and watched the whole way and really enjoyed it was, uh, even though it's kind of a shitty movie, is Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, right. which is like the, what, the fifth Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. something like yeah. that. We just watched the the fourth one the other night That's, intentionally because it's like Is that the dream child? One. It's uh, no, it's not Dream Warriors. It's the Dream Master. Yeah. Oh, the Dream Master, because yeah. she has the the kid, right? He's trying to it's trying to be Freddy's kid or something. No, no, no. Oh no, that was out. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That was the Dream Child. So that's five then, and then Freddy's dead at six. I'm sorry. What's funny is I was listening to Cradle of Filth before I was watching scary movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> like I could pick up this radio station from my bedroom. And at, like, Saturday nights, it would be, like, all this crazy metal stuff when I was, like, 12. And I'd tune into it and listen to it all the time. I did that, but with scrambled porn. (laughs) I've done that before, I think I've seen it. I think I see something. I remember doing that shit when I was, like, like the scrambled porn stuff. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you what. Like, if you're you're a youngin listening to this, you don't know how fucking easy you have it. The lengths that adolescent boys and maybe girls too had to go through to like you know just see some scandalous shit when we were young was it was a goddamn quest i found my dad's club magazine in a closet when i was like six i'm like shit (laughs) 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 this is what uh, that is (laughs) this is a good story actually so my parents divorced when i was pretty young so my dad had his bachelor pad and i would visit him on the weekends you know and uh in the cupboard, in the kitchen cupboard, like where like all the cups were, there was like a Playboy centerfold that he had like hanging up in there, you know. And it was like so I'd see it all the time, and it was like 
not a big deal. And you know, I so, saw like there's a lady with like her tits out, like leaned up against a motorcycle or something, right. like Daisy Dukes and stuff like that. And her belly button was exposed. And for the longest time, as I was, I was like four, five, six, I thought the belly button was like where you fucked girls. <laughs> like I didn't like realize that there was another hole because like that photograph was like the first like naked photograph of a woman that I had a lot of uh, visual experience it's with. Like, it's like you and the dude from the room. <laughs> Both thought that is where you fucked the belly button. Because, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then later, you know, seeing, you know, a, a, a pornography film that was a little bit more extreme and then figuring out like oh, That's oh. Where was that, that before the internet or did you like I find would say it? that was no, that was probably pre-internet like that might have been around the same time that like I remember the first time me and my friends tried to look up internet porn <laughs> this is another good first time was my friend uh, his name was Josh he lived in Shadyside and because uh, the school that I went to, I lived in Wilkinsburg. I went to Pittsburgh Public, so it was Regent Square, and it was like a weird. Uh, it was like a weird mixture of kids because, like, I my neighborhood was not nice, but we had kids from Shady Side in our school too, in Squirrel Hill, like that mm-hmm. whole area in yeah. the same school. But they all had awesome houses, you know. So my friends were all like kind of like rich Jewish families. Okay. So they had like a nice computer very early, like early uh, America Online. Oh, the same I remember AOL, like yeah. we all got this idea like, okay, we're gonna wait for Josh's parents to leave, and we're gonna go up in the office, and we're gonna try to find the Playboy photos of Jenny McCarthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the first time that we tried to look up uh, internet pornography, and then. Um, me and my friend Tristan, that was the first time that I accidentally saw like hardcore porn because me and him were trying to like look that. up porn stuff too. And, like, <laughs> no, like, like, yeah, like, like weird <laughs> objects going in places where they shouldn't be type shit. Like, so fisting? Yeah, like, more, like just being like very confused and uh, frightened by a uh, good first time seeing a porn story. Let's hear it, yeah. So spill the beans. (laughs) Fucking dump those beans up. Spilling the beans with cold (laughs) forty (laughs) five. So my uncle had this like hunting cabin down in the woods. Yeah. And uh he like it was like a log cabin. It was it was nice, but it was like all open. (laughs) And me and my buddy Travis were going hunting the next day and we were staying at this cabin. My uncle was staying there too. So we're like on these couches, like sleeping. And he's up in this other part of the cabin because it's fairly decent sized, like sleeping. And we find these like Betamax, like porn cassette tape things. Huge right? tapes, right? Yeah, no, the Beta was a small. Yeah, oh, was a small one? Yeah. Oh, okay, my mistake. And, I'm uh, laser disc so I'm like, I'm like, traps, let's fucking put this shit on, let's watch this, right? So turn the TV on and we go to put it in, but like, his fucking like something was wrong. It was the loudest VCR <laughs> ever heard. It was like <laughs> like sucking the tape. Inserting porn tape now. Truck It was so loud. And we're just like fuck, fuck, fuck. You know. So <laughs> you know, and then the TV is like up real loud. Like, <laughs> like yeah, it was it was loud. And uh, I definitely saw a shadow of him, like kind of like poking around. But I think he was just like let him watch the porn. Uh, his hunting camp. Let him watch the porn. Let him grow up. Yeah, it was like black and white, like. It was black and white? It was basically black and white on that TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. 
we uh, I, I found I don't really know what it came from because as far as I know my dad claimed it wasn't his but I found a tape in our VHS's that was like unlabeled and I put it in and it was porn so I took it over to my friend's house we watched it and they were like they, they were shocked <laughs> shocked they were they, they, like like it was your too, friends were shocked you know, yeah they were like they're like whoa like like because it was like two two girls on on one, licking the guy's popsicle stick you know and uh, they just like they hit they hit pause like they're like this is like what is this this is too much this is like crazy they didn't have any hair on their little nuts and berries did they no I don't think they did <laughs> but I came home I remember coming home from school like a week later or whatever and it was on in my living room and dad my dad goes where'd you get this and I go I fucking found it I go is it yours I didn't say I fucking found it but I found it's yours he's like no and then he, I think he threw it he threw it up in the woods in our backyard he threw it in the woods I've found woods porn definitely before oh I found woods porn for sure yeah. Yeah. I've never but found it rained, woods so porn. it was all really? wet. Yeah, but it's just actually, like okay. So I've never found woods porn, but I guess this does count as woods porn because we found it in the woods. But it was a Polaroid. Oh boy. Um, so whenever <laughs> I was like 16, 17, uh, used to do a lot of graffiti stuff. So we would like take these weird like cuts to get down into like weird underpasses and stuff like that. Right. And uh, the one time we just found this Polaroid of like a woman like bent over doggy style, kind of looking back at the camera. <laughs> wow, it's like recently taken. Yeah, yeah. It was, We're just gonna uh, leave this right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know like what happened or <laughs> it where be great it came if it was from. In the woods, like the, the, the actual. That's photo. another like wild thing too to like think of the days when like before uh, cell phones or cameras were easily accessible so it was like well i don't want to take a normal picture and get it developed so you know well they actually you gotta have, take like a raunchy polaroid they're they're selling those again the one yeah. i don't yeah. know about raunchy polaroids but I, my uh leanne has one of those instax yeah, cameras yeah, yeah. just because it's a cool throwback to what it was yeah yeah they're fun they're yeah. it's a cute aesthetic and like the the picture they're they're, they're cute they're decent they're cute put them up on your fridge i feel like <laughs> so many people are really uh seeing some good monetary gain off of the 30 something nostalgia right now yeah uh, i agree i mean like even like with me and the myspace nights like i'm making a killing off of those but it's just like right time right place i saw the videos of those crowds man they're, they're that, that gets packed yeah 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 it's good it's a it's a good time a lot of people like it i was thinking about if i wanted to try to do a myspace night ish set at MAGFest for one of these DJ things. I don't know how it would go over. Oh, you never know. Yeah, do you I want, mean, do you I want to tell them what you're doing? I could just try to play like a, maybe like a, uh, like a, like a panic at the disco or something that's more dancey. Yeah. And see if anybody bites and then just, and then just it. circle it out if yeah. it doesn't. <laughs> well, me and Brian will dance. Yeah, we'll dance. I got that wizard hoodie up. I was on. thinking, yeah, I was just thinking, I want to do like a, like a couple sets. I was like, so I could definitely do like a K-pop set. If I, I think that would probably go over really well. Oh, definitely. Um, I was thinking about the MySpace night set. Also, maybe just doing like a cool, just like instrumental bangers type set. I think CBS bangers. <laughs> yeah, Sykes, you hear that? Sykes never didn't mention that there's this car is full of more DJ equipment than it is anything else right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We We're are, a moving target right now. <laughs> <laughs> As I mentioned, we are driving up to MAGFest. Uh, if you don't know what it is, music and gaming convention happens every year. I'm not going to get into it, but they have a... Uh, a lot of spaces where you can like basically bring your own shit and set up so we have like all my dj stuff plus a full pa all my camera equipment's in here there's a lot of stuff 
in Colt's vehicle. Colt's driving. Yeah. I guess I should also clarify, since he's talking, that we have a lavalier mic on him. I'm hands-free. Yeah, Colt is hands-free talking. That's also why his mic probably sounds a little bit different, but... Safety Can you first. hear me now? Can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we got, we're got we about 40 minutes outside of our destination, so we can we could yak it up a little bit more. You mean to yak it up? <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Um, I don't know. Like, what other what other firsts? Uh, the one thing that I always think about with first times, yeah, is the first time I ever rode a roller coaster. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. And it was the I'm pretty sure it was the Jackrabbit at Kennywood. And uh, yeah, I uh, love roller coasters. I can't handle them. Go I, I was spoiled because I went to Cedar Point for my first. Really? Yeah. When I was like twelve, my aunt took us. My aunt Diane. She took us kids out to Cedar Point, and we fucking got it in. It was awesome. So were you saying you're not a, a roller coaster guy? I, no, because I, 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 any feeling I have of dropping to earth at 100 miles an hour, my stomach drops, and my, my brain goes, get the fuck out of this seat right now. And I, I So I can ride. Like, I've ridden um, the Racer and um, Thunderbolt and things like that, but, like, the Phantom or, like, Phantom's Revenge, shit like that, I forget it. There's no way. Dude, I miss the old still Phantom. Yeah, me too. That like the Phantom's Revenge is a nice ride, but I feel like they could I understand they had to take out the loops. It was like the it was just too the, much. Yeah, it was was it shaking people way around? dangerous. I've seen like I remember I was in line for the Phantom once and it was still the still Phantom, so I was younger and like some kid got off and was like shaking real bad and had to like lay down. I don't know if he was having like a seizure or what, but wow. like EMT had to come and it was like you know it was like one of those things where it's like you're one of the next like three people to ride the ride and I was like oh fuck <laughs> anxiety <laughs> you're up to <laughs> do you ever see the people that get stuck up there and they had to walk down the tracks no, but that'd be I've awesome. heard about that but I mean I, at the time I had already written the steel phantom before so I wasn't like that freaked out by yeah. it but I'd do it that'd oh yeah fun like the uh, top thrill dragster at Cedar Point how every once in a while I'll get like stuck at the top like I want that to happen to me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what would you, but how the fuck do you get down? It goes eventually. Yeah, it's all magnets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you're just up there. Like, normally you're just up there. Like, you crest it and you go down. But sometimes, because it ju- it's just right, and it just stops you and you just kind of teeter there for, like, I don't know, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes, whatever. And yeah. so eventually it just kind of like. And yeah, eh, gravity has yeah. to take its the perfect force. moment. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be great I'd do like the ripcord shit I'll do that so Urban yeah since yes. you have an issue on roller coasters mm-hmm. I'm exper- I'm uh, imagining this, that bro. Oh, <laughs> Jesus that's Christ that's fine <laughs> you're gonna take us yeah, out here yeah, we're we on just the ground drive off a bridge on the podcast um <laughs> You have an issue with roller coasters, so I'm assuming this has to do with an experience on one that was negative. Um, no, it's just that when I was a kid, or is it a general assumption. It's just biology. It's no, it really is because when I was a kid, I would ride the rides that would spin you up and down and, and really fast. I would just get sick. Yeah, I get sick on those. That's the thing is, I can't do those type of rides, the like the carnival style rides. Yeah, I get nauseous on a lot of those, but I can do roller coasters. But it's it's that feeling or that anticipation of of dropping down to earth really fast. My uh, hands and my feet like so you just don't have like a really frightening roller no, coaster story to share. No, no I don't. I, I wrecked a go kart once and almost got killed. <laughs> so there's that. Um, I I was in my. I'll tell you this real quick. My I was in my uncle's driveway. He had his own little custom. It was like Corvette looking go kart. Like a, it was a it was a go kart awesome. with a Corvette body on it. Yeah, 
and I'm riding it around, but his house was right above the highway. So my foot got out of control on the pedal. I went flying into the woods over the hill and thankfully the thing hit a fucking tree and it flipped over on my head because I would have went run on the highway and got hit by a fucking Jesus real car. Jesus Christ. And um, yeah, I, I didn't like driving for a while after that. <laughs> but I mean, when I was a kid, you know, like I didn't know. I had a little fear of it, but. Um, Dude, I fucking love go-karts. I mean, I love them now. I fucking rip it up. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I drive one over a highway now, but. I would jump one over a highway. Because <laughs> you're an asshole. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking something. You're something, all right. I'm, I like I like give me the biggest roller coaster, all the centrifugal force, twist and t- tilt a whirl, whatever. Yeah, like that's I've, the best. I've gotten a lot better over the past several years with riding like carnival style rides. I think a lot of it's in your brain. Yeah, sometimes at least for me, I just Mind like extreme shit. Kind of yeah, yeah. Um, extreme shit all the way. But you're cult. You're you're a very extreme individual. Yeah. You like the wakeboard and shit. Yeah, I would see those tilt a whirls and I'd be like imagining that's my head hair whipping and I would just get into it and then I would go association. Something I would do. This ride is me personified In into ride a ride. <laughs> the cult to whirl. Yeah. Just spins. Dude, like can you Imagine like designing a roller coaster, no. or, like a, like a, a carnival. I would ride get people killed like so like, fast. The amount of like science and math and stuff that has to go into building a roller coaster. Coming from somebody who does unreal. design work on a very small level, that the, the the engineering for that kind of shit is just ridiculous. But I'm sure there's like an app for it now. You just like put pieces. Oh, in that and does a lot of the yeah. calculations games for you. Yeah. That, yeah. I like the games that you can fling them off in the sky. <laughs> I saw one where some guy like dropped the track right into the fucking walkway. So the cars flew off and then all the people walking <laughs> at the park. So that's something I would do in real life. I, I would design a roller coaster so badly with the amount of force that people would literally be skeletons. By Did the you time. see there's an actual guy who has this like roller coaster idea that kills you? No. Like, it's there's a video and it's like the euthanasia coaster and like the centrifugal force that it puts on your body like kills you so huh. it's one last ride I guess that should be the name of it I'll one show, last ride I'll show you guys later yeah it's sweet did you guys ever hear of um, there was a uh, park in the 80s in New Jersey called Action Park did you guys ever hear I've of heard this? of Action Park yeah so basically this guy well, I listened to a, there was a really good podcast on Action Park that I listened to yeah yeah, the, yeah. and there's a video about it too like like either people like reminiscing about going there as a kid and some of the people that owned it or, or the son of the guy that owned it but basically this guy would had designed this park and didn't put any kind of safety regulations <laughs> he he just designed right like he literally said to the kids like um there was a water slide that went down went into a loop and then came out the other end but that it literally was designed because some kid drew it on a fucking piece of paper <laughs> and so he made it and kids would get stuck in the top part of the loop <laughs> You know, they would get stuck yeah. inside. And then, like, by the time they came out, they, they hit their heads and shit. And um, the the Alpine slide, and there's one of these at um, Seven Springs, um, it essentially is uh, a go-kart that goes down a asphalt uh, track, like, downhill. But so many kids, like, scrape their heads, oh. like, hitting off the side. Because they're just – you could adjust the brakes manually. So these kids would just go full blast and go flying off the sides of this – uh, I would love that. <laughs> but yeah, Action Park. There's a, I think they're making a movie about like a comedy thing. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's unreal. We'll have to on the way back from the the trip. We should listen to that podcast on Action Park. It's amazing. Party. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, <laughs> what a fucking time to be alive. So, I've mentioned a couple times now. We're on our way to Magfest. We're talking about first times. Yep. One of a big crucial part of Magfest is video games. Yes. And I'm trying to think of like a good like first time video game related question. I don't necessarily want to do like what was the first video game you ever played or like I can't even remember what, what was, was the first video game that changed your life. But one thing I could think of and I'll throw this out there is like what's the first video game that just like disappointed you? Oh wow. Because mine was Populous for Super Nintendo. Uh, yeah, uh, with the little I remember cities when the I book. first got my Super Nintendo, um, I got the, it was like for Christmas, it was the one that came with Super Mario World, and then my dad, it was a Christmas present for my dad, and I guess he wanted to get me like another game with it, Yeah, and I guess Populous was the cheapest game at fucking Toys R Us, <laughs> so he got me Populous. So all I had to play was Super Mario World, which was great, and then Populous, and I just didn't fucking get it. I was like four or five years old and it's like a like a strategy game it's like a puzzle game and uh i just maybe it's a good game but i just remember being very like it's a decent game out by it i don't think it'd be a good game for a little kid yeah (laughs) yeah because there's too much going on in that game i that's a hard question because there are a lot of by definition of like the general uh opinion there are a lot of shitty games i really like (laughs) Like, like I fucking love Night Trap and everybody fucking hates okay, that game. Yeah. Same with like a lot of people don't like Dragon's Lair because all, all the FMV games. Yeah, okay? but like not necessarily like just a game that like is like good or bad, but just something that like it disappointed me, disappointed you. I mean, not even because it was a bad game, but just like, ugh. huh? There was a game we rented one time called and it was based on an arcade game called Chiller. OK, and it was just a little light gun like horror game, but it was done so bad. The gra- like it literally looked like an Atari on, uh-huh. on NES, and I just remember we were playing it, and I was just like, "This." I, I don't think we we played it for like. Li- oh no no, I got it. I know exactly what it is. <laughs> the fucking remake of Sonic the Hedgehog on 360. I literally played that game for five minutes, and I took it out, <laughs> and I, I sent it. I got. I I, I returned it. Yeah. It, that I remember play, sitting down there playing it. I'm like, I have no interest in this so whatsoever. So is that the one that was like an RPG? No, well, no, because they made Sonic Adventure one and two on Dreamcast, and I thought those were cool. Yeah, but Sonic Adventure on or Sonic the it was just called Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog the on three sixty. Sonic the Hedgehog. It was, it was, it was, it was just, on PS. It was on PS three too, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, it, it just yeah. is a that was a bad game, man. That game's a shit show. I think it was didn't, buggy too. Uh, James Rolfe just do a review on that. I think he did, and there's like some weird. Um, Stuff going on in that game with it because it's like it's like a, a human woman and yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Like you like talk to normal something. people yeah yeah like they have a, like they, they love each other or something it's weird man and another game that I remember being super disappointed by was um when Mortal Kombat finally came out on home consoles yeah my mom's boyfriend at the time for whatever reason got me the one on Game Boy <laughs> yeah that one sucks. <laughs> And I remember being like so excited to finally be able to play Mortal Kombat and play it on the go. And like specifically, like we got it at Monroeville Mall, and I remember like opening it up in the mall and popping it in, and like we're like walking through J.C. Penny to like play the game, and just being like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> it was. I don't bad, even think man. it has all the characters. I think it only has maybe five characters. No, yeah, it definitely doesn't have them all. I, I, had I mean, the on, first one only had eight, but I think it doesn't even have all eight. I had it on Game Gear, and it looked like someone like rubbed Vaseline over the screen. <laughs> it was just like it looked like it was a dream. 
but yeah, Game was, Gear in general was a pretty big disappointment. Yeah, unless it was like a Sega made game, it yeah, was pretty Sonic bad. Yeah, the Sonic games were good on it. Yeah. Colt, you have any like disappointing video game stories? I mean, I guess, and I'm sorry if she's listening, but uh, pretty much any game my mom would rent and bring home for us to play from the video <laughs> store. What was that? Pretty much any game my mom would bring home for us to play from uh, the okay. radio store. Because she'd always get like those like quattro games where it's like four and one. She'd be like, but it's four games and one. Or, or action just one. 52 yeah. or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like something like that. And they're just yeah. horrible. And you're just playing. It's like, I'm playing it, but this is not fun. This is not Mega Man. This is not like Mario. This is not, this is just like run of the mill, horrible, horrible games. That's like the first disappointing memories of video games. <laughs> but I really get disappointed in very much, honestly. Yeah. I get disappointed with people is what I get disappointed with. Life, real <laughs> that's life. A, you know, that's, a, that, that's a really accurate statement. I'll give you that. You know, uh, you, Colt always gives everything a chance and is, uh, you know, pretty positive even yeah. if he doesn't like something. Yeah. You know, it's very rare for, you know, Colt to be like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Because I was just saying earlier, we we send music back and forth all the time and I've never even, even the stuff you weren't like crazy about you've never been like fuck this this is stupid right which is pretty funny I, I, I can't think I'm just trying I don't know I just saw on the saw on the GPS we're in Virginia yeah welcome welcome to, to Virginia 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 <laughs> Virginia Virginia we got we're 26 minutes away from our destination oh, we're gonna crash <laughs> cars are slowing down <laughs> about to fucking run into a pile of oranges back here there's a Floridian Jeez. three inches of bud playing in the background. I can hear it just barely, and my mind's <laughs> happy that you're it's like, playing. Yeah, you just got a little tingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we've had a good run, you know. I think that uh, anything else to throw out there? I think that we could probably wrap this up wrap because up. We, we're 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 around like 50 minutes. I think we did pretty good. 50 minutes. Honestly, I could say that this this made the car ride a lot faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept looking at the time like, holy shit, where did that hour go? That's that's great. Dude, I'll tell you what, my ass is so warm right now. Yeah. So sweaty. If so I put nice. my hand in there, I'd probably just leave it for days. Yeah, huh? I still have my jacket on and I'm like really, really hot. I've been I like, turned the heat down. I think I'm just, this jacket's just hot. It's supposed to be I'm like hot. negative 20 winds right now, isn't it? It's 27 degrees outside. Oh, damn. In right. sunny, snowy Virginia. There's no sun out. No, there's no sun. <laughs> so, we hope you enjoyed this conversation. If for some reason you listened to it, <laughs> if you're still with us, yeah. Uh, I mean, what's everybody got going on? Me and me and Colt are, you know, we're working on that new Gray Walker album. I'm tracking vocals in a few weeks. Um, Urban, you know, you mentioned you're working on some stuff. Yeah, I uh, got that. Um, there's a new Saint Dude album on the way. Uh, we're trying to. It's essentially like two EPs so it'll be a full album because we already put one EP out I guess or yeah. whatever you want to call it but yeah still playing shows with Grunge Bob and uh, St. Dude and got a thrash project hopefully on the way so you have some shows in February right yeah there's a there's a show on the I'll, I'll probably be wrong on the dates the third at uh, Ruggers with Whorehound and somebody else that's St. Dude right yes that's St. Dude and then I have at some point a show at, at Jurgles Rhythm Grill with uh, Grunge Bob Nice. Yeah. Uh, Gray Walker, we got, I don't know if this will be up before the 26th. Maybe, probably. On January 26th, we're doing a live music video shoot You're at the Smiling, Smiling Moose. Moose. Oh, we got sure. some bands playing. We're going to be recording a uh, 
music video, playing a set, blah blah blah. We almost Jesus we, Christ, we, we did it. We, yeah, <laughs> we just. I was trying to describe that in the middle of a uh, <laughs> a very a very complicated merge. You didn't hear me whisper like, "Do you have an easy pass?" <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention we're in a we're driving a car? We're, just, we're operating a motor vehicle <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah, and then we're also playing with Darkest Hour on February 25th at Cativo. You can hit me up for tickets for that. And that's about it. I that's will a- say because this will probably be out after we announce it. Um, Pittsburgh Retro Gaming Convention coming up on April 21st and 22nd at the Ace Hotel again. So, if any of you guys listening like retro video games, we'll be doing a convention, and it's going to be awesome. Those dudes are awesome. Super, super cool. Went last year. We did a live podcast last year. It was me and uh, grown-up human comic people, right? Yeah, it was That awesome. was correct. That yeah. was fun. That was, was a good time. It's going to be way more epic this year, too. Nice. So. If there's two things I like, it's more things, <laughs> and I like them to be epic yes. as well. <laughs> So, uh, I normally don't say signing off, but I guess that's it. Signing off. Peace out, I'll say goodbye. This is hot cash saying live, live money to its fullest. Hot cash. Hot cash. Hard cash. Did I say that right? No, forget it. Cool. I got nothing. Peace. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>